Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Welcome back to Live Mike. I've learned something in the commercial break that may change the program for the rest of today. Let me just give you a quick heads up on what's going on. Uh, The plan right now is to continue this Eye on the Hill 2021 segment. Very much looking forward to this conversation uh, upcoming with Representative Galen Benyon. Uh, the, The reason there might be a change, though, is I have just become aware of a meeting that wrapped up between Vice President Mike Pence and FEMA. The uh, the itinerary for that meeting included a discussion with the vice president about the security measures and about the plans uh, leading up to the inauguration. It's expected that Mike Pence at any moment will step to a microphone and share some of what he learned from FEMA. Uh, if and when that does take place, uh, we will go immediately to that. So just a quick heads up, if you feel something jarring here in the next little bit and we shift gears pretty dramatically, uh, that's the case. Uh, and I, I say that as I welcome to the program uh, Representative Galen Benyon, uh, a new representative in Utah's uh, state legislature. Uh, representative, welcome to the program. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm glad to talk with you today. Uh, listen, you uh, are a newly elected uh, official. The The theme of this week's uh, series is getting a sense of the, the new lawmakers, uh, introducing them to, to the audience. And so let me give you the opportunity to first uh, introduce yourself to, to folks. Uh, tell, tell us who you are, what your background is, and why it uh, was uh, a race to enter Utah's legislature that, uh, that caught your excitement and, and ultimately led you to the, the House. Okay. I grew up here in Utah. I graduated from Skyline High School and attended and graduated from Brigham Young University. I married my husband the day after he graduated, and he wanted to go to medical school, which he did through the military. He served 26 years in the Air Force, and our family moved around the country with him. We returned to Utah eight years ago, and I was fortunate to find Women's State Legislative Council, which is a 100-year-old bipartisan organization working for the best legislation for Utah. So if you have not heard about that organization, I encourage men or women to look into it. We actively engage with the um, legislature. I've been their director for natural resources, energy, and environment for three years and was recently their education director. And we have been honored in House District 46 to have Marie Polson serving us for 12 years. When she announced in March that she would not be running, people asked me to run because of the involvement I've had. And I'm honored to serve this great district. House District 46 includes Brighton Alta, about two-thirds of Cottonwood Heights, and parts of Holiday, Midvale, and Murray. What have you learned thus far? You, uh, you've you had a few meetings, I'm sure, and as we are learning that 
as we get closer to the kickoff of this year's legislative session. It'll uh, be, be mostly online. Lawmakers will have the option uh, to, to work from the Capitol, but uh, hearings and witnesses and the public will all observe uh, from afar. What are, you, what are you most looking forward to as we get uh, closer to the kickoff of this unconventional legislative session? I am very excited. I'm excited for our new governor. I'm excited for, I've I've gotten to know the wonderful men and women that we have working at the Capitol as the staff. We have great lawyers and policy analysts to help us as we look and learn. And I've appreciated um, experiencing how helpful they are. Um, I'm also enjoying getting to know the other legislatures on both sides of the aisle and our constituents. We had a town hall meeting virtually here in Cottonwood in House District 46 last night and had a good discussion together. So all all parts of serving as a representative are um, happy for me, and I'm looking forward to making any improvements we can for our state as we um, come through this difficult time. Sure. Uh, sure. Difficult indeed. Uh, all right. We've, ta- we've talked pretty generally about things. Now let's get to as specific as we can. As you start uh, your first legislative session, what will be your priorities and, uh, and do you have any legislation that you're working on? Okay. A, a great concern of mine is our housing. Um, no matter anyone's income right now in our state, housing has crept up to be too big of a burden. And the lower our income level are, the bigger that burden is, and that concerns me. So I've, since I made it through election, I have been spending um, a lot of time in meetings with the housing advocates on um, how we can um, reduce homelessness, how we can make more um, affordable housing available. So I have a bill that will hopefully look at uh, our leases. Um, how we can make sure that they are the best that they can be for landlords and renters. Um, I've also been in discussions with people about medical cannabis. You know, our neighbor Colorado has been in this business for 20 years with medical cannabis. So there are frustrations with people here who feel the need to have those um, Mm -hmm. uh, medicines for their family members or themselves. And I've been able to help um, in that regard, and I have a bill to introduce substance abuse disorder if for acute pain and other conditions to the list of prescribed um, that we have through the uh, medical cannabis program. I also have a bill regarding the um, facilities throughout the state where we have youth in residential units. Mm. The governor's recent study um, that was uh, done before he got into office that reviewed all the state's uh, departments found that the Department of Human Services especially is not well-funded, that even their career pay is not adequate, but they also have more that they need and want to be doing in the way of oversight for those youth facilities they would like to do four visits a year. So this bill that is um, one of my priority bills is to look at increasing the fees that are charged to those facilities to um, bring more full-time employees. The governor's plan does not add more um, more staff, 
but ask them to do more. And I think we need to appreciate those staff and bring more of them on rather than stress the staff that's there. Sure. We're speaking with newly elected Representative Galen Benyon, representing uh, House District 46 here in the great state of Utah, uh, approaching the her first legislative session as a representative here in Utah. You have about uh, 90 seconds left. On your campaign website, you wrote the following. As a Democrat in Utah, I've experienced the patience and effort it takes to work with each other across the aisle and uh, and the power and results that come when we keep holding hands and listening. W- what have been your interactions thus far? And have you been have you been uh, enthused by some of the cooperativeness of your of your colleagues across the aisle? I am. We had great training from our House Speaker Brad Wilson. I've met Doug Welton, who's a new representative from mm-hmm. the Payson area, and he recommended a book which I will recommend to all of you, which I and he have both read. It is called um, the, um, oh, I'm going to space it. It's all right. <laughs> it's uh, The Coddling of the American Mind. Okay. It's a great book about opening up and having this hard discussion that we need to be having. Outstanding. That, that, I don't think that could be any more appropriate than it is right now. You uh, mentioned uh, the good Representative Welton. We will be speaking with Doug Welton tomorrow, as a matter of fact, as we continue uh, our series speaking with newly elected uh, legislators. Uh, Representative Benyon, thank you so much for your time today. Best of luck this upcoming session. Thank you. All righty. Uh, very good. Uh, so we'll continue that uh, this segment tomorrow. Uh, still yet to hear from Vice President Mike Pence. You heard at the beginning of that segment that uh, I was just informed that it's expected that Vice President Mike Pence, uh, who just moments ago emerged from a briefing with FEMA, will deliver an update on the on FEMA's plans to safeguard the United States Capitol for the inauguration. Uh, when and if those remarks come, you can count on hearing them here on KSL News Radio. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is Live Mike. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, You need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.